friends. Uh, on this week's episode, we talk about all the shit that's been going on on TV. Um, pay homage to Tiffany Haddish's armpits. And Brandon takes us on our social media journey, starting with your aim, because we know you had one. Enjoy. It's your three favorite cows driving on the East Coast, figuring it out and always doing the most. We've got our ups and downs at the end of the day. Don't forget, diet starts Monday. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Diet Starts Monday, your very favorite podcast. Uh, trying to think. I feel like there's not much going on with me, but I will start by asking, what's what's the haps with my sisses? What's going on? Hmm. It is. Another week has happened. Another two weeks, I guess, since we you last heard from us. Um, I don't even remember. Did I black out the whole time? Of course not. Oh, I'm 25 now. Well, happy birthday, Brandon. Birthday, birthday. I'm a, yes, I'm like a mid-twants gal. So that's a thing. Uh, shout out to Pisces season. Yeah, um, that's like the main update in my life. I'm older. Brandon, you're literally the only Pisces I love. Just saying. LOL. That's so sad. My Pisces is like one of my most compatible signs. Wow. I also sound like I. Oh, true. Because you're a cancer. We low key belong together. We do. You, me, and Drake, who is a Scorpio. Oh, what? Yeah, Scorpios. Oh. Drama. Isn't that so? Wait, is that because we're all water signs? Um, I think it has a lot to do with that. And also, we all like sort of complete each other's spirits. Like, we need, you have what I need. He has what we both need. And I have what everyone needs. So it just really is symbiotic oh, as wow. well. So, okay, I'm about it. Okay, well. Uh, Into this astrological ministry. Um, what else is happening in the world? I did watch episode one of the of season two of Atlanta. So I'm caught up there, but I didn't watch last night's because I'm trash. Oh, me either. Um, but I enjoyed the the beginning of season two. As did, are you caught up or do you watch Atlanta? Uh, am I going to lose my black card if I say no? That's fine. <gasps> you, you just need to see your whole ass truth. No, it's just that I've never had a chance to like, and that's bullshit because I've watched like 20 other shows. It's not at the top of my list. As much as I absolutely adore Donald Glover, like I'm a really, really big fan of his music. Um, but like, I, like community, I never got into. And then obviously this is a completely different show, but community was I, I not good. I mean, it was good, but he left because they weren't letting him be what Atlanta is letting him be. Yeah. So it comes very highly recommended from me. The first episode was so funny. The whole Florida man bit, I was like dying the entire time, which doesn't make sense to you, Aj, but like, it was funny. Well, I'm going to have to try it. Yeah. I would say just give it a go. See how you feel. Like when you've got the time, I think it's worth it. I, I fucking have the time. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, I think I personally just want to dedicate this episode to the person who definitely got fired um, this past week for releasing all of uh, that Beyonce concert coming up stuff. Sis, bro, whoever you are, you know, there are other jobs out there and you had a really good one. And I don't know how you messed that up for yourself, but I'm sure Beyonce has ordered a hit on you already. So you might be dead at this point. But if not, 
seriously any prayers the group text the like and i'm sure if any of you are a part of a group text that involves at least one black woman like it went off we were ready we were like coins in order like let's do this and then it it wasn't a thing and it broke my heart a little bit a lot of it but on the upside that means that we're getting an album soon and we're getting a concert so get ready actually stay ready so you don't have to get ready okay the queen's i'm fucking ready um literally my side savings account devoted and entirely to Beyonce is ready. So shout out. Oh my God. Today's Friday. It happened to be payday. And I think my tax refund hit all at the same time. And same. literally when bank of America texted me and was like, this is how much coins you have. I was like, you are Who? rich. I was like, whose account is this? <laughs> um, but I figured it was best not to tell them that I thought there might be a mistake. So I'm just going to keep that to myself and maybe move some of that over to like savings so that I don't just think I have all these coins. But it was a pleasant surprise. Um, shout out to that. Um, what else is going on? The crossover happened. It was uh, magical. I, I actually how- really loved it. Yeah, I was going to say I loved how it was realistic that like Shonda didn't make them like BFFLs because in real life, two black women who are that like strong and opinionated and honestly stubborn most of the time, like they wouldn't be BFFs at first sight, you know, they would have to learn to love each other. And that's exactly what they did. And it was great. And it was wonderful. And it was magical. Thank you, Shonda. Except also they're getting rid of in other news. They're getting rid of April in Arizona on Grays. Honestly, that's fine with me. I don't know why people were so sad. And I can already see what they're going to do. April's going to go to rehab because she has a drinking problem now. And Arizona's going to go to Italy with her girlfriend to keep studying this um, maternal mortality thing that she's studying. So they're not going to die. But I have hated April since the first day she showed up. So damn <laughs> cold. Is, is April the one that loved uh, Jesse? Mm-hmm. Oh, she looked like Pam to me, but on Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> Anyway. Oh <laughs> Why? Because she's a redhead. <laughs> yes. And I, because I've only watched like two episodes and I'm like, oh yeah, she got big eyes and red hair. She liked Pam, but I like Pam more. Oh my God. Speaking of Pam. Answer. Yeah. Her new Who show. also has a name. I was going to say she has a new show. Yeah. I don't know if I'll watch it, but I did see a commercial for it on the interwebs. Um, so that's cute. Uh, did anything like major happen? I feel Tiffany, like... Tiffany wore oh, her dress yeah. for the third time yes and she has flawless armpits or someone who does great photoshopping just saying yeah no that's definitely she probably uses that shit that i've seen on facebook that's like poop colored that you're supposed to rub in your armpits to make them lighten up i guess it works because her armpits look great i'm like who's your laserist girl <laughs> call me so we'll have to just try the caca in the armpits and get back to you all on its effectiveness but overall the oscars are garbage um shout out to jordan peele for winning best original screenplay yeah that was the bomb black person to do it i think so shocker black people are still doing stuff for the first time in 2018 um the only funny part i don't know why the people who present at the Oscars are so awkward. Like, you're actors. I need you to act like you know what the fuck you're doing. Because the only non-awkward people were Maya Rudolph and Tiffany Haddish, and their shit was hilarious. Everything else, like, I was cringing for them. It was so awkward. It was so bad, and it's just like you put a teleprompter in front of them, and you would think that it would get easier. 
but I guess having that crutch, they don't memorize their lines or whatever. And it's just, it, oh man. It's just poor. I, I got halfway through it. Yeah. And then like everything was like shape of water, shape of water. And I don't even know if it won anything because I wasn't paying that much attention. It, it won, won everything. All this Fucking grinding Nemo won Including everything. the big one. Okay. Well, you know what? I'm going to make a movie about bestiality as well. So there. Listen, I. <laughs> I'm going to say this. I still have not seen it. And I think after all this, it warrants a watch before I can pass a legitimate opinion on it. So I will say I'm intrigued, but I still haven't actually seen it. So my roommate said she was like, you have to see it once, but I'm not sure that I would watch it again. That was her direct quote. And I I don't know what that means, um, but if that helps anyone, you're welcome. Yeah, I did think that Guillermo, um, the director Guillermo del Toro's little like speech was pretty cute at the end. Something about like uh, removing like the lines in the sand that divide people and like kind of being all about humanity and shit. Um, And he was mentioning, you know, like he's he's an immigrant and all these other things. So there was some cool stuff about it. I just don't actually know about the movie itself. He's fine. Um, I was like, he's. But like, and like, this is his whole niche, like these sci-fi films like he did hellboy and he did pan's labyrinth and all that shit so like this is right up his alley but no oh well labyrinth labyrinth Labyrinth. (laughs) whatever english is my second language (laughs) this is true that's fine yes come on um but anyway the only other major thing that happened was this like (laughs) ex-Trump advisor dude who was on the news all day a couple days ago and was just like lit from like 8 a.m. until 8 p.m. like legitimately I think drunk and or on some type of drug and like being like I'm not going to jail do you think I'm going to jail I'm like yes sir you probably are going to jail you can't not answer a grand jury subpoena so I don't know if Sam Nunberg is like an American hero or an American terrorist but Good luck. Boys like you don't make it very far in prison. Lord. And on that note, we're going to move into the topic this week, y'all. So I've got a couple things in my in my metaphorical hat to pick from. Um, So I'm going to go ahead and generate a random number and then let's get into the F. Are we ready? Drum roll. Okay. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. Alrighty. So our topic this week is going to be social media. In its many forms and uh, shapes. Yes. Ooh, I like this one. Well, let's delve into it. I feel like there's a lot to be said about this. So the first question, we're going to start... Light like a like a rose day. What is your favorite social media app? Take a moment to reflect if you need to think. Twitter. I feel like I feel like I know. Oh dang. Okay, Maya, yeah. you ready? L- let us know what and why. So Twitter, poor K. Um, I don't know. I feel like Twitter makes everybody so approachable. Like you can li- at anyone on twitter and like the chance of them responding is pretty high i don't know i just love twitter i'm a active tweeter i love like live tweeting shows i love adding people i like tweeting outrageous things so 
I just love Twitter. It makes the world seem on the same level. I would have to second that notion. Uh, I'm not as avid of a tweeter, but I thoroughly enjoy reading other people's tweets. I would say that I am a tweet curator in that my retweets are, you know, top notch. Um, (laughs) But it's just, I don't know. It just is a, it's, I would say Twitter with like Instagram is a close second just because I like having a story and like I've, I've converted to Instagram from Snapchat because Snapchat is trash now. Um, but yeah. And then like, I don't know, I enjoy like just looking at pictures. I enjoy the simplicity of Instagram, but like Twitter is just where I go for all my shits and giggles. I I think if I like, when I wake up in the morning and this is sad that like social media is a part of my morning routine, but Twitter is the first thing I check. Hmm. I, I want to be cool and be different, but I also like Twitter a lot, (laughs) Um, which is interesting because I was, I feel like I consider myself late to the Twitter game. Um, I didn't have my Twitter until like, I feel like the end of college. Oh my God. Uh, I remember because yeah, I may, I had a Twitter handle, but I, I had never tweeted. And so I don't even know what prompted me to start really tweeting, but I think along the same lines um, as you, Maya, I like live tweeting stuff like when there's award shows and like reading what other people have to say and seeing funny memes and gifs and stuff like that. I just think the comedy on Twitter and like the humor that has evolved from that is so stupid, but so entertaining. I think it's kind of funny how even though Twitter is supposed to be these condensed thoughts and you have a character limit that now it's become like threads and you can just put a whole ass paragraph or tell stories. I love Twitter stories. Do you all remember what's the one about that girl? Zola. Yes. The one who went down to like strip in Miami (laughs) or wherever else she went. What the hell? Florida man. Um, But Twitter, like where else the fuck are you going to find that? And as people say, how is this still free? So many funny things happen on Twitter and people really play themselves. And that's the other best part about Twitter. When you, when you get caught being ignorant, Uh, love it. Um, With all, well, we all seem to concur on Twitter being our fave. Mm -hmm. Um, With that being said, how has social media and the use of it impacted your daily life? Just the day to day of your existence. Oh, I think overall, this is hard because I, I'd say the, the last time I didn't have a social media platform was probably like 2006, um, pre my, pre my, MySpace, um, which is comedy gold at this point. Um, but I think, I think the way that I, I guess I just like changed things is that one, I've learned a lot about angles. Um, <laughs> two, I don't know, I guess it just makes me feel a little bit more connected to everyone and everything, which can be great and can be horrible, depending on what day it is and what's happened. Um, but as someone who like really enjoys like people and like getting to know people and, you know, all they have to offer, it's, it's I, I don't know, I like social media. I wish I were a little less attached to it, um, but... Alas, I'm a millennial, so here I am, checking my Twitter before I even get out of the bed. Nah, I feel you on that. I think 
it's one of those things where I kind of wish that I used a little bit less than I do, but I think I do get a lot of good stuff out of it. Um, I like that it allows me to see and keep up with some of my friends who maybe I don't see in person all the time, whether that's because of distance or jobs and whatever else is going on in our lives. Um, And just to see, hey, what are they up to? What kind of cool stuff might be going on here and there? Um, I also really like some social media as just a way to stay hip to what's happening around me. If there's, um, I follow a lot of musicians, for example, on both like Facebook, I like their pages, um, and on Twitter, Instagram and all those sort of stuff. And I've actually gotten really lucky and gotten like tickets to shows and gotten hip to things that I didn't otherwise know were happening just because of following. Exactly. So the whole reason that we even went to see Hamilton a year ago is because I happened to follow their Instagram account and just was looking at the right time. So there are blessings that come from it. But I agree. There are times when I am kind of thinking like, oh, I wasted some time just like scrolling through this aimlessly for whatever reason. Um, A lot of time, depending (laughs) on the day. Um, But I I think in balance and in moderation, like most things, there's a lot of good that can come from it um, through connecting with people. It's just at some point becomes like a little obsessive also, I feel like at times. Cause you know, it like, for example, like the fact that Instagram is still not in chronological order really still like just makes me itch because I need to know that I saw everything, you know? So like I'll spend so much time just scrolling when I don't, I think based on their algorithm, I don't even see everything that everyone posts anymore, but like, I feel like I need to. So I, I don't know. There's, there's definitely a certain amount of like compulsion and unhealthy attachment, like I said, related to social media, um, that I will 100% admit to. Um, but I'm also not like one of those, like, oh, I need to go on a social media cleanse type of people, you know? Yeah. Um, I feel like I have the complete opposite feeling. I love social media and I feel like I don't spend enough time on it. And it was such a big part of my education. Um, like we had to have Twitters in college and we had to, and I, I've had my Twitter for almost like a decade now. So I love Twitter, but, um, it was such a big part of the work that we had to do like in journalism school. And then if you wanted to be successful, like knowing how to connect with people via social media is how you set up interviews and it's how you like can get a scoop and it's how you can get your story out there by knowing how to hashtag properly and knowing peak hours of when the most was happening on social media. So we spent so much time studying it that I think I have a better like professional and like business understanding of the world of social media. And so for work, any work that I want to do in the future, like social media is going to be such a big part of it. And like self-promotion, I think about like what we have to do with making people listen to this. Like if we're not good on social media, no one's going to want to listen to us. So, um, I mean, there's definitely work to be done in that area, but I don't know. I love it. I like, and I'm not good at Instagram, (laughs) which I don't think you can be good at Instagram. It's either like people like your shit or they don't. And so. Whoa, 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 whoa. There is, I feel like a standard for good on Instagram. And that is when you have developed and as the kids call it, aesthetic. Aesthetic. I'm currently working on mine and it's trash and I can't keep anything consistent, but you know, it's coming along. Also, like Beyonce posts three pictures every time of like whatever it was that she was like Instagramming. She does that whole thing. Um, Rupi Kaur, the um, 
Oh gosh, I don't know if I pronounced her last name correctly, but you know who I'm talking about, the poet. She does um, one of her poems, then a picture, then a poem, then a picture. Like there's definitely a qual- like some quality control on Instagram, I think. Yeah, see, my Instagram is, is terrible. I post once like every eight months and I'm like, oh, oops, I'm, I'm not dead. <laughs> Here's a picture of me. Like my last six <laughs> pictures literally are like within eight to six months of each other. So I suck at that. And like Facebook is for the elderly now. So I mean, Twitter, gang or die. Honestly, Maya, you don't really need an Instagram because I post enough pictures of you on mine to keep all of your fans uh, satisfied. Uh, If you all aren't aware, if you're looking for a Maya fan account, just go to my Instagram because there's every other picture is basically a Maya. And if it's not a Maya, Ash is probably in it. So you can find (laughs) either of them. I feel like I have more pictures of me on your Instagram than I do on my own. At least decent ones. All my pictures on my Instagram are terrible, which I think is reflective of my picture taking ability. Like they're mainly bad. So what you see is what you get. Hmm. It be happening. <sighs> okay. <laughs> I am going to move us into the next question. And that is, could you cut off completely? No. Even if that was just for like a temporary, do you think you could do it for like a short time even? What's short? For sure. Um, Let's say a week. Yes. Do you think it would be challenging and why? I feel like I'd be, I feel so lost. Like I get a lot, not to say I get my news from Twitter, but a lot of what's happening and breaking shit breaks. I feel like on Twitter before it breaks on actual news sites. And so. Yeah, no. I totally agree with that. Yeah. So I think I would just feel disconnected from the world. Not like I'd be like, I need to tweet. Like no one cares what the fuck I'm saying on Twitter, but I would feel like so much stuff like found out this morning when I got on Twitter that uh, Ducky Thought and Kofi Cerebo are dating. And the only reason people put that together is he Instagrammed a photo of her and then like, I was like, oh, maybe he's just showing appreciation. But she commented, was like, oh, you are my love and my light. I love you. And I'm like, ah, yes, I love it. Black love. I'm here for it. But without social media, how would I have known? Answer I wouldn't <laughs> have. And so. The important things. Yeah, exactly. You know. Um, I could totally, I could go off, off the grid. Um, I wouldn't want to, but I could. Um, and like for any like span of time, I definitely think like social media is fun and stuff like that. And like, I definitely get a lot of my kicks out of it, but, uh, I don't think that it would be a big deal if I just completely like deleted all of my accounts and such, it would suck like for a bit. And I think that, but I think I, I don't know, it could be beneficial, (laughs) honestly, I feel like you would realize that you have a lot more hours in the day if we cut out some of the usage time that we put towards social media and checking those kind of accounts. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. I think it would be really hard. I think I could do it for a a hiatus, so to speak. Um, but even thinking about my habits, kind of like you said, Aj, a lot of times it's one of the first things I check, like my alarm goes off and I have notifications either on Twitter or the gram or something. So I'm like, I feel compelled to open them and check them right then and there, even when I should probably just like get up and brush my teeth or something. Um, 
But maybe rather than cutting completely, I could just think more consciously about what kind of limitations can I set on myself that make my use of it more healthy. Like when my alarm goes off, let it be and don't check those things until I've done the things I need to do to get ready for work or this, this or that. Mm-hmm. Um, or when I'm on a break from something else. And like Maya said, that's really interesting Delete the apps. Yeah. There are some that I genuinely prefer to have on my phone, but I have deleted uh, Facebook from my phone. Cause I don't, I'm just like, that's one I don't need to check, but I love Twitter on my phone. Yeah. Like it's one of those things where if you feel like if you wanted to reduce your usage, simply taking it off your phone, I think would do that significantly because then you have to be on some type of other device to use it. And so you're not taking a break, but you'll probably find yourself on it a lot less because you're not on a laptop or a desktop actually looking at it. And then you realize, oh, I don't need to be on this as much. I don't know if you can use Instagram. I mean, you can scroll through Instagram on laptops and shit, but I don't think you can actually post stuff any at this point. I think two like really valuable pieces of advice that I saw about social media. One of them, like you said, Brandon was to like um, set like kind of the boundary for yourself that you're not going to do certain things or you're uh, sorry, you're going to do certain things before you open any social media platforms, just because it, uh, it starts your day a little bit more productively. So like if you think about the time that you spend laying in bed, scrolling through Facebook or Instagram, and I'm queen of the Facebook video rabbit hole, Um, even though I don't use, like, I don't post anything on Facebook. I don't really pay much attention to what people are actually saying. I just like put my, I guess like put very important things up. And then other than that, I'm just there for the videos. Um, but just like before you, before you leave the house, don't check any of your social media, the same way you don't check your email before you get to work. I don't know, just because it sets like healthy boundaries. I think that was like one valuable piece of advice I saw, which was funny because I saw it somewhere like an article that someone posted on Twitter. The second was just that like um, taking those times when things get super traumatic to unplug um, just because I think it was the quote was just that people aren't made to be able to, um, I don't know, handle or like uh, to comprehend the amount of suffering that happens in the world. Um, and although social media keeps us connected in a way that's like really great, it also keeps us connected in ways that really help us to share each other's trauma. Um, so like when things like mass shootings happen or, um, what's going on in Syria right now, um, what, you know, all the, all the various horrible things that are happening in the world, like it's okay to just take some time and log out just because it's not, you're not made to be able to handle all that. Like emotionally, it's going to wear you down eventually. Truth. Thank you for those pro tips, friends. I've got a lightning round of some quick questions for you that I just am curious. Uh, some are pertaining to some like throwbacks maybe for you. Um, some just the more recent things, but let's get it started. Um, so we'll just go around. Number one, did you have an AIM screen name? And if so, what was it? Yes. <laughs> My I, I can go first. Mine was Brando Man two two eight. Ooh, very cool. Mine was crafted by my oh, mother. Oh, mother's love. Um, mine was Ethio Baby Girl, but baby was spelled B B Y and girl was spelled G U R L because I was edgy. 
Slay bitch. Yeah. And I think it Was that yours, Ajane? Oh. Slay bitch. Oh, I wish it was. I wish I was that cool when I was twelve. Um but no, it was dance and shop ninety four because if there's two things I like to do, it's dance and shop. And and was spelled with an N in ninety four. Because and is too long. <laughs> exactly. Who who needs that many characters? Not I. <laughs> yeah. That was mine. Okay. Um if you had a MySpace, do you recall what your song was that played when people went to your page? Oh. Or I know you probably change it sometimes, but do you remember? Um, I know for a fact that one of mine, when I was all in my feels as an 11-year-old, was Slide by the Goo Goo Dolls. Oh, man. Uh, That's so that this girl that I pretended to like at the time um, <laughs> would know that I was in my feels. <laughs> She know. <laughs> oh gosh. Head Unfaithful by Rihanna at one point. That was my my wow. ish. I was like, oh my God, Rihanna Unfaithful. Mm. I could picture it now. You go to Maya's page and that do 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 That's exactly what was happening. Drama. <laughs> I don't wanna be <laughs> a murderer. <laughs> honestly been downhill since then for me personally Ash, did you have a song oh y'all are gonna be disappointed in me as a human um my the one that i recall most i think that i left it the longest was anonymous by bobby valentino wait i really like that song <laughs> i hate myself he wants to know he wants to know what is your name your name your name why are you gonna be anonymous <laughs> it asks the hard-hitting oh. questions Honestly, I was I was so angsty, and that was how I like. It wasn't like I didn't even have a boo or anything. Well, actually, I think after a while I did. But when I was like listening to that song, I was just like, I just want to know who's gonna love me. So that was my most prominent <laughs> MySpace song, and I hate myself. Okay, next question. <laughs> Proud of you all. Um, that I know that was. Uh, cringe inducing maybe for us all um what about this one is more recent and hip um this is just curious what is your twitter handle and how did you uh, come up with it mine is really easy it's at maya underscore underscore i'd never know what that word is it's underscore, underscore. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. Yes, okay. Race by foreigners. Okay. Listen, I didn't learn English until I went to school because I had to speak to people. So it's fine. So it's Maya underscore do underscore it because it's a play off of my last name, at least the way white people pronounce it. So I was like, simple. Yeah. <laughs> Mine is very uncreative. It's just at B. Shat, which is my last name, and then two Z's because I'm crazy. I don't know. <laughs> I wanted to be cute and have like a play on words with my name, but really it would have just been a bunch of poop jokes. So <laughs> oh, I just decided Shat to stick dad, with uh, two Z's. <laughs> Shat on a turtle. Oh. I don't know. Um, but we'll leave it. That, that's it. <laughs> uh, mine is at underscore trust issues. Uh, which is a play on my last name. Uh, also, it's a Drake song. I just thought I was cool. I yeah, wasn't. Yours is good. Now, 
Honestly, I, I like yours too. I was going to say, I've become somewhat known for it back when like UMD Black Twitter was on and popping. I used to like, whenever we go to parties, it was just like, oh, what's your Twitter handle? And I was like, at underscore trust issues. Yeah, yours is annoying so. though because it has the underscore in the beginning. So whenever I'm trying to look you up, I never, I always forget to add it. So I'm like, where the fuck is she? <laughs> like, I'm like, did she go off of social media? <laughs> I hate, that's like one of the most jarring things in the entire world when someone has like gotten off Twitter and you're trying to find them and you can't and then you search. Maybe this is just yeah. me, but then you like search for them and then you're like, oh, their shit is like, not highlighted anymore they're not on twitter oh and then i'm like fuck i was gonna send you something funny but now i can't so you're lost not gonna text you (laughs) you're welcome but not all right and last but not least for this uh lightning round that's been you know not the most lightning but that's fine i like details um what makes a great profile pic in your opinion i'm not qualified to answer this question because i would not know uh if it's like creative or funny Boops. or just super hot. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I don't know. Uh, I guess abs would be great. One eye of the showing, but the other eye slightly off camera. I think that's a thing that people do. <laughs> like a little bit of mystery yeah. and intrigue. I feel like, I feel like I've done that and you're calling me out. But I think that's what mine is right now, which is I'm like trying to think of all my past. All my oh, or like a solid baby picture. I will serve you a solid baby photo because I like that's when I was peeking. Yeah. So a cute throwback, really ugly or like <laughs> cute but mysterious. Yeah, yeah, agreed. I think that. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. I like baby pics. Those are cute. Like throwbacks with mom and dad and you're being like real fresh. That's nice. Um, I feel like I always put my profile pictures or I'm, I, I never put a lot of stuff up. That's just me typically. Um, but if I'm going to put up a picture, that's only me. I better look fucking amazing. Um, like someone else probably took it and the lighting is probably bomb. I was just about to say, uh, since that Nola pic you posted, whoo. Still sweating. You are like Yo. queen of the group pick, but when you post when you post one alone, you are ready to end everyone's lives. Just saying. Thank you, friend. I do take pride in that most recent picture because I I definitely am someone who has a million group pictures or pictures where I'm looking goofy but someone else is looking cute. But I did enjoy that one. I think it turned out well. Um But yes, thank you for your input and feelings, y'all. I have one last question for us before we keep it rolling. And it is, if you could change any one thing about uh, a particular social media platform, like one of its processes or features or anything like that, what would you change and why? And if you need a minute to reflect, Uh, feel free to do so. I feel like I I already said it. Instagram needs to be chronological. Please show me everything because I need to make sure I saw all of it. Yeah. <laughs> Just make, um, I almost called it Snapfish. Snapchat and Instagram. That's what it's called. Put them back in order and then we'll be fine. And also maybe go back. I'm like known for a long tweet sometimes, but I think I only do it because I can. Like back when I was 140 characters, I was really good at saying exactly what I wanted to say because I didn't have enough space. But now that we're at 280, um, I've become long winded. So maybe revert back to the 140 and only give 280 to like Barack Obama and 
Ellen DeGeneres. Michelle? No, Michelle is concise. Michelle? She, yeah, she like, knows I'm what Michelle. she's here to say, and she says it. Barack is like king of the dramatic pause and deep thought. And so incorporating those as dots, I think, would be important for him. Just like that scene. <laughs> I was wondering, I was like, is she doing mm. that on purpose? Because it's working. <laughs> I think that I was I was going to say put it back to 140 characters, but there's another one that I'm that kind of came right to mind for me. But I don't know how I feel about it, giving you the ability to edit a tweet on Twitter. But I feel like that's controversial because I'm also into the idea of I said what I said Mm -hmm. and not allowing people to. The only time I want to be able to edit is when I have a literal typo, but I don't want people to be able to retract their bullshit statements when they've shown themselves to be fools. But I do wish that when I compose a tweet and then leave it for hours and realize that I spelled or put like the wrong version of there or something stupid, I do wish I could change that. You know what I mean? But that is like the limitation to editing of tweets that I would want, which is very surreal. I feel like we just have to live within our typos now because I'm queen of forgetting a word in a tweet because my brain works a lot faster than my hands do. So I'll think I have written the word, but I haven't. And so I'll go back a day or two later. I'm like, why hasn't anyone shown this tweet love? Oh, it's missing four keywords. I've written nothing here. Or in a fantasy world, in a black mirror world, um, an automatic filter for all your social media accounts that, um, can use fancy AI and magic to determine when one of your relatives or a professional or job person is creeping you. And it only shows them like really high quality, you like thumbs up and like drinking water and tweeting about how much you love the environment and not other dumb shit that we post. I live for my ignorant um, tweets of the They were funny and wrong. And sometimes if they <laughs> if they come up on time hop, I delete some of them where I was like, ooh, this is just inappropriate as hell. But other ones, if I I will never run for president because if people have it their way, I'll be ineligible too. So alas show that tweet from 2010 where I was like Patrick Dempsey, I want to have your babies. I don't care about your wife. On that note, uh, we're going to, we're going to take a quick break y'all. But thank you for all your thoughts and feels around the social needs. Friends. We'll be back. This week's episode of Diet Starts Monday is brought to you by Safari's Peen. We all know now why Nikki kept you around for so long. Congrats, sis. And we're back. And it's time for your bi-weekly dose of male objectification. Assuming it's male objectification, it's just your bi-weekly dose of objectification. And for that, I turn the mic to... You're right. So I actually considered, I was like, oh my gosh, it's Women's History Month. Maybe I should do some women objectification. Then I was like, no, that's every day. So here I am still with our male objectification. Um, uh... To be very frank, this week, my ass is Jay Ellis because I love him and I love his Instagram and that's all. I can dig it. Uh, I, 
forgot that I missed him yeah, so much. I was waiting for Insecure to come back, and he's trash on that. Um, but in real life, he seems like wifey material. He seems you know? like he only dates white women, which I don't want to put that mm. on you, sir. Maybe that's just me making a lot of assumptions, but yeah. You think so? Not that that's a bad thing. Mm. I'm here mm. for the swirl. I'm about it. But... I mean, no, I yes, but also I just, I'm an equal opportunity employer, yeah. you know? And while... I don't care when black women or black men date white women. It's like, if you're just like, Oh, I only like white women. It's like, mm, maybe you should, you know, analyze some of your internal. Yeah, I don't want to make this turn dark because we're here that. to objectify. So from a purely <laughs> objectificational standpoint, he has a beautiful face, Aesthetic. a beautiful body, and he's tall as hell, which checks off three of my three boxes. So I'm here for it. I just want to climb him. Yeah, <laughs> like a tall tree. glass of water. He got like that lean, he like skinny, but got muscle somehow at the same time. in high school. And so he went to high school with Crystal. Random fact. Oh yeah, that's right. Can he get on, can they get him on the read? I would really like that. No, we don't fuck with the Lawrence Hive, so... He's, but he's a real human. I don't know. Is he? Anywho, <laughs> you're beautiful. We love you, Jay. And take your shirt off um, more. Yeah, keep posting yeah, your insights of just you and bright colors and beautiful. I mean, non-clothing too. Keep That's, flossing. It's, it's all fine. Floss is yeah. so important, and I feel like he flosses twice a day. I get that vibe. <laughs> Great teeth. Really good. Yes. Shout out to dental work or naturally straight teeth. But uh yeah. Maya, I will I will throw it to you now. Who's our or not who? What is our bop? Is a song of what? Yeah. What what's our bop of the week? So I decided to do a throwback because I feel like a lot of our songs are always what's popping on the charts. And so this song came up on either my iTunes or my Spotify and I forgot how heavy I fucks with it. And so just to set this up with a little backstory, uh, as someone who identifies as a um, hopeless romantic, but also a strong realist, I got into like sad, angry love songs as a youth. And it's still a very common thread in my life today. And I think this song falls into that category. It's like kind of sad, but about love, but I'm here for it. And it's fun. And that is uh, Fidelity by Regina Spector. It Ooh, is such a yes. good song. And like, I'm here for the, like the shake it up at the beginning. And from there on out, it's just lit the entire time. And then there's like a little breakdown at the end. She does a couple of things with, changing of key and singing and i don't know i loved it and that song is almost 12 years old which i think is crazy but i fucked heavy with it oh i didn't fuck heavy i fucks heavy with it currently and so here's a little bit of madam specter i never loved nobody fully always one foot on the ground genre of these people are like clearly deeply in love with someone but it's just not working out for them there was a lot happening with that in the early 2000s and it spoke to my spirit deeply so i hope you all enjoy that it's blessed 
I had an interpretive dance that I made up with two of my best friends, Adam and Michael, when we were like 13. So <laughs> to that song. So I guess that we all had a special place in our heart. Um, yeah. If I can find the video, maybe I'll, I'll share it with the world, but it's, it's uh, interesting. I had a bowl cut. Well, <laughs> on that note, uh, thanks for tuning in everybody to another episode of diet starts Monday. Uh, remember you can reach out to us on various social medias like we discussed today, and we would be happy to holla back at you. Find us on Twitter at DSM pod on Facebook at the diet starts Monday podcast on SoundCloud at diet starts Monday podcast on Instagram at DSM pod and feel free to send us emails with your thoughts, feels your own suggestions for ass or pop of the week and whatnot um, at diet starts Monday podcast at gmail.com until next time. That's a key. <laughs> Goodbye. See you later. <laughs> This week's episode of Diet Starts Monday was produced and edited by Maya Dawi with production support from the entire DSM squad, including Brandon Chat and Ashina Trust. Our theme song was written and performed by Brandon Chat. You can find episodes of this show on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud, and you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DSM Pod or on Facebook at Diet Starts Monday Podcast. I was like, bitch, I feel it on a spiritual level because Safari shit had me shook. I was like, why? I know why Nicki Minaj kept you around for so long now, but goddamn, that bitch probably has scurliosis.